Safety Net Studio presents. So if Justin and Tiger find it funny, does it matter if anyone else finds it funny? Uh, I, not usually, but because you are like you're being recorded on TV. Is then it harmful though to I, hand somebody a tampon? Like, couldn't people maybe use this as a hey, yeah, we need I to get free I'm menstrual just, products? I'm not saying he deserves a backlash. <laughs> I'm just saying I, this is the first time I've heard about this story, and I'm just like, I just don't like the joke personally. I just am like, haha, for you, I guess, cool. I don't know. I just don't, also don't like the mentality of hit like a girl. To me, that's like, eh. I, we don't just don't need to do that. I anymore. hit like a girl. It's great. I love being yeah. a girl. No, absolutely. You know why you hit like, like a girl? Because you're a girl. A girl. Yeah. This show is being broadcast on Treaty One territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Everyone rested up. Oh, yeah. I'd hope so after that long weekend. No kidding. Hopefully you treated everyone well. We got a short work week here ready for you, including some wonderful wedding show passes coming up in the second hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Got a lot of stuff to cover. Winnipeg Jets played a couple games over the weekend. I'll give you all those details here in the bottom of the hour. Jasmine Lane has wait what? Tyler Carr is here. Jasmine Lane, myself, Dave Wheeler. Hour one starts now. I was thinking about this yesterday, long weekend Monday, because... My my wife, the Sad Jaguar, and myself do a uh, weekly podcast as the Wheeler After Dark podcast returned um, a few weeks ago. And because yesterday was a Monday, I'm trying to think of it like in more of a corporate setting. I'm like, well, it's the long weekend Monday, and we normally upload Mondays. But people will understand that it's a long weekend Monday, so we'll record Tuesday and upload Tuesday. I'm thinking to myself... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. No. It goes up when it goes up. And then I'm talking to Travis, who I do the uh, Slang in the Biscuit podcast with the other day, and he's like, numbers were down a little bit on Sunday morning. I'm like, well, it's the long weekend. And I thought to myself, you know what? As much as I love podcasting, you know, between the, the hockey podcast that I do and the one I do with my my wife and the Sad Jag, like, I love it. I mean, you get to do long-form conversations. It's a little less structured. You don't have to worry about language or context or any of that kind of stuff. It, it's, 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 it's fun. It's a lot of fun, but there's nothing like doing a live radio show. Mm. Nothing like it. Believe me when I tell you it's, it's, it's the equivalent of going out and playing pickup hockey is fun out on the local rink outside with the friends, right? It's fun. Yeah. You can go out there and play for hours. You can go out there and play until mom calls you. You can go out there until, uh, until it gets dark. That there, that's fun, but there's nothing. Like going out and playing an organized game where there's a score clock, there's a referee, there's rules, there's things to kind of keep you compartmentalized where you can yeah. compete. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And that's that's what this gives me. There's nothing like taking a live phone call on the air and crossing your fingers going, okay. <laughs> Hope there's no F-bombs. <laughs> let's see how this one goes. And I'm, I'm curious to know, you guys are so heavy into the social media. I'm not. Is Is there a similar correlation there? What do you mean? Like with social media? Yeah. Like, what do you like, give me an example on social media? Like what difference well, would it make? Like, like, like it, in comparison to, you know, what I get out of doing the podcast to doing this live radio show, when you do your TikToks and your social media and your Instagrams and whatnot, is, is that is that an enjoyment? Is like, is that a, a branch of doing radio? What are you giggling about? <laughs> I just, uh, uh, yes, I would say it's an enjoyment. And um, 
I, to me, though, it's I don't know. I'm giggling because it's like, yeah, social media is really great, except it's much less satisfying for a much shorter amount of time, at least with radio and talking and stuff. That's like a long term payoff, whereas social media, it's like, oh, my video only got 100 likes. Oh, got to delete it. Got to edit it. Post a new one. It's just it, there's so much more pressure and, and stuff. Whereas like this, we just have fun. We just get to hang out and have fun. And it's awesome compared to like... Oh, I have cellulite there. Got to edit that out. Like, it's just, it's so, it, the level of pressure is so different. Tyler? Yeah. Concur? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah I, have no, I, I just feel like it's like passion, right? Yeah. So if you're, for me, social media isn't so much about the posting and the attention and all of that. It's more of like. You love it. Going to do the things that I do to get the, and then the editing of it. I like the editing of it and the quality of it. Like, I'll send videos to my friends before I post them just because I'm proud of them. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it's not so much about the accolades that come with it as it is, like, going out and experiencing whatever the footage is and then editing it later is always think, fun, too. I think that's really um, key to even what you do on social media, right? Because you are actually going out and doing all of these things, and, and it is an experience in itself, which adds to the fun of it. It's not like you're just sitting on your couch doing whatever, you know? So so that makes a lot of sense there. Well, it's interesting you say that, Tyler, because no different than you maybe firing off a couple of photos that you had taken at whatever event you were at to your friends first. You're kind of vetting it in a certain way, going, what kind of reaction do I get in this small circle? No different than the way I bombard my wife with ideas that I have. I'll run them by her and see what kind of reaction I get out of her before they even come close to making it on the radio show, right? Right. Or I'll be like, I I don't know. Or you take 20 pictures and you send them and it's like, oh, which one's your favorite? Like, it's almost like a bit of a, it's almost like a bit of a, I don't know. It's it's fun. We're a community. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we digress. I just wanted to let all the people listening to either the podcast or the radio show here live this is it right here. This is this is what we do. This is this is what we're best at. Yeah, and so. we got a text from uh, Nikki Fitz who did not get a day off yesterday because she had to de- deliver mail. Don't worry, Nikki. I was at the mall yesterday working, and nobody had a day off there either. <laughs> not nobody at Polo Park had a day oh, off. No goodness, no, absolutely not. Uh, listen, we're going to uh, pay some bills here uh, for all the, those of you that need to take your medication this morning. We'll do our tear away day calendar coming up here in about ten, and Jasmine Lane will follow that with wait what? Welcome to Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. It's a Tuesday just after the long weekend, by the way. Thank you for keeping it real. Louis Riel long weekend. It's weird trying to explain that one to other people across the country when they're like, happy family day. It's like, nope, not yeah, here. No, nope. we don't celebrate family day. We do that every day. Mm-hmm. Today, <laughs> Louis Riel day. And they go, who's Louis Riel? Sounds fun. Not really. <laughs> no, no, not at all. You can tell which businesses are local, too, because they always post Happy Louis Real Day or It's Louis Real Day, whereas all the non-local businesses are like, It's Family Day. You're like, You're oh. like I'm on to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now where to spend your dollar on that one. By the way, any teachers out there that are getting their lesson plans together, there's some really great literature, including some really cool uh, graphic novels and comics that are done on the whole Louis Riel story. That one's important. I think that's uh, an important story to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that one's pretty important. Let's do our tearaway day calendar, should we? This is a Christmas gift courtesy of Mama Car up there in Swan River, Manitoba. This one for this past weekend. Uh, well, we got a few to get through here. Uh, for Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, 2023, I found your nose. Who's in my business? <laughs> for Monday, February 20th, 2023, that they celebrated a President's Day down in the United States, same day we celebrated Louis Riel Day. 
I want to punch your inspiring quote in the face. Mm. Oh, okay. Nice. And for today, Tuesday, February 21st, 2023, the stuff you heard about me is a lie. I'm way worse. Mm. <laughs> Everything you heard about me is a lie. Mm. I'm way worse. All right, let's do wait what? Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. You guys have stayed at Airbnbs, right? Oh, yeah. Right? I feel like most people have stayed at an Airbnb at least once. And if yes, I'm sure you can remember that feeling before checkout where you're going through the list and making sure you cleaned everything you needed to and put the sheets where you're supposed to and stuff. It can be kind of stressful sometimes depending on where you're staying. And there's this Airbnb host who went viral because they shared what guests did to their place after they had stayed there. Um, There were things smeared on walls, damages that were so great they needed to renovate and replace some walls and drywall, all that stuff, because their guests threw this huge rager party. And they posted all of this online and everybody's like, oh my gosh, are you going to do something to them? Like, like, what's like, have you reported this to police? And the Airbnb host was like, no, no, we didn't report it to police. It's fine. We're just going to do the renovations. Everything's chill. And then Airbnb, because when you're a host and damage like that happens, Airbnb will actually pay you for the repairs that are needed. Um, And so they kind of looked into it. They're like, it's weird that this would happen to your property and we're fronting the bill for all of these new renos, but you aren't going to police. uh, Something feels kind of shady here. And so they investigated, and it turns out that this homeowner actually did the dirty work themselves to go viral and get more bookings, and then to also get free renovations through Airbnb. Not shocked. So it's master plan. Eventually, it's going to get to a point where Airbnb is going to stop paying for that stuff. I didn't even know that they did. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, Airbnb is the largest hotel chain in the world, and they don't own a single building, which Mm -hmm. is incredible when you think about that. But is the shine starting to wear off a little bit here? Um, Yes and no. I think the popularity is growing, but the shine of an Airbnb, yeah, because now it it almost costs the same amount to stay at some Airbnbs than it does a hotel. Like, I think hotels are actually somewhat cheaper. It's just Airbnbs could be in more convenient locations and obviously a little more homey than what a hotel can offer. I think think there's a little more. There's a little more trust in a hotel, depending on how much money you're willing to spend for a night stay, where you don't have to bring your own sheets, Mm -hmm. bring your own this, bring your own that. It's like, I know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? You have to bring your own food half the time. You just go down for the breakfast buffet and stock up. Yeah, so that that's kind of my question. I mean, like, like, wh- what is it worth for peace of mind? Where now this whole, even as a an Airbnb owner, if you're not going to be, you know, if they're not going to be covering the 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 bill anymore, as you said, what is really the incentive? And what's the benefit of of engaging in this altogether? I'm curious, Airbnb owners. In Winnipeg. Is it worth it? Do you get lots of service? Is it worth it? You can text us 204-452-1061. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Is it even possible right now to go a week without a massive change coming to social media? There's another one that was announced that's going to cost you some money. And why we can't even eat our feelings about it anymore, too. Come on. Ah. First, though, how much does the sound of a loud vehicle drive you crazy? Nah, it makes me cringe at the person driving. That's probably mm. pretty valid. Uh, there's a city councilor who wants to crack down on loud mufflers due to the negative effect they have on residents' ability to feel at peace. 
Anybody living down Corden is all too familiar with that one. You might not want to be breaking off a piece of that Kit Kat bar anytime soon. Nestle is planning on increasing the price of Kit Kats and other chocolate bars. They had a massive drop in profits, so they were like, we got to go up. What? So they lost money and they want to raise their price? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they lost money due to inflation and stuff because they haven't really increased their prices at all. And so now they're like, eh. Yeah, so people are gonna they're they're thinking people are gonna buy their chocolate bars more if they're if they're more expensive. Would you? Like how much do you really want a Kit Kat bar or something where you're gonna go spend three dollars? I don't get the mentality behind what they're doing. You're locked out of your account. What do you do? You tell us. You can call (laughs) IT and have them break in for you. (laughs) So typically you're locked out of your account, you get a text code, and boom, you're logged back in. What account? It could be anything. Instagram, Facebook, email, the text verification. They're pretty much everywhere online. But two-factor verification is gonna be coming to an end. Big tech companies get charged every single time that they send you that text. And unless you're paying a subscription to the app, many of them say that they're gonna be getting rid of that as an option. The first to do so is going to be Twitter. As of the 20th of March, Twitter Blue users will be the only ones able to get this text login. Um, But they are considering to have another online source of verification that would link to all of your accounts. And they also say this would be safer for you security-wise online. Send it to my email, then. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, right? What's the difference? Winnipeg Jets were on the eastern seaboard over the long weekend. They lost Sunday night in New Jersey 4-2 despite being up. 1-0 one nothing and then 2-1. Uh, but they're looking to bounce back last night in New York City. Morrissey with the feed. He gets it back for a drive. They score! Well, that changes things in a hurry. Josh Morrissey, one of the top offensive defensemen in the league, with the big shot. It looks like Dubois may have tipped it in front. He did, actually. He did indeed tip that one in. He picks up his 24th of the season. Jets looking to take the lead into the locker room, and Connor Hellebuck doing everything he possibly can to achieve that. When Aaron looks, beats a Benedict save by Hellebuck. What a great save. Oh, what a fabulous save. Believe me when I tell you, the commentators said that more often than not last night. Hellebuck looking for a bounce-back game and just playing big in the cage last night. Late in the first period now, Jets looking to extend the lead. Neil Pionk skates clear, leads Kyle Connor, power play is over. Connor pulls up, shoots, saves Shesterkin, rebound, score! Mark Shifley picks up the Kyle Connor rebound, and the Jets are up 2 nothing on the Rangers after the first period. Second period now, Jets looking to pour it on. Wall with the stick, pass by Connor, broken up by Heedle. Center, Connor shoots and scores! Kyle Connor with that quick release. And it's 3-0 Winnipeg. Rangers wouldn't get on the board until midway through the second to make it 3-1. Third period now, Hellebuck literally standing on his head in the Jets' end. And his forwards thought, you know what, if he's trying that hard, maybe we should too. And the Jets take it back and turn it into the Rangers' zone. Shifley to Connor. The Shifley. Backhander scores! They connect again! Oh, what a backhand. Wow. Yeah, it was a nice one. Shifley with his second goal of the game. Kyle Connor with a three-point night. Connor Hellebuck came up big in this one. 50 saves on the night as the Jets were outshot 51-21. to That's what you call stealing a game. Yeah, oof. That, 
That's the difference between a, a good goaltender and a great goaltender. When it, when your team is playing like garbage and he keeps you in, that's what Connor Hellebuck does. That's why the Jets had an even outside chance of winning that game, which they did last night for one final. Jets will play the Islanders tomorrow night in Long Island. Elsewhere in the NHL last night, saw the Bruins beat the Sens 3-1. Panthers edged the Ducks in overtime 4-3. Flyers over the Flames by the same score. The Sharks shut out the Seattle. Shacken! 4-0 final, and the Islanders beat the Penguins 4-2. Winnipeg Ice had a good-looking long weekend, stringing together three road wins. 7-1 Friday night win over the, um, uh, the, uh, the Warriors. Where are they from? Who hails from, if I can read the card here, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 7-4 win Saturday over Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats in a 4-2 win last night over the Swift Current Broncos. Ice are in Calgary tomorrow night for a date with the Hitman. Kane Calder picked up two goals as the Portage Terriers routed the Selkirk Steelers 8-0 last night. Come on, Selkirk, show up. Uh, that's MJHL action, of course. And the Steinback Pistons beat the Niverville Nighthawks 3-2 yesterday. There you go, little MJHL. Find me another station that does MJ scores. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Uh, sports, by the way, next hour, we're going to get into the Scotties. Really cool story out of the NBA. You know, we don't do a, outside, a, lot, a lot of stuff outside of the NBA, outside of the Raptors. Really cool story from the NBA and the All-Star Weekend this past weekend. You got to wait for that one. And uh, we'll touch on the PGA and some NASCAR as well. All that coming up next hour in sports. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For February 21st, 2023. Tiesto has released a remix of the White Lotus Season 2 theme song. This is what it sounds like. Official release arrives after the season two theme song became a surprise festival anthem. The theme has also been remixed and played at concerts by the Killers. Pink has denied shading Christina Aguilera after comments she made about recording the music video for Lady Marmalade. The collaborative single featuring Aguilera, Maya, and Little Kim was recorded in 2001 for the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. However, Pink recently suggested that creating the elaborate burlesque theme music video wasn't without its challenges. When commenting on the track in an interview, she listed everyone in the music video except Christina Aguilera. However, Pink has since responded that her comments were not made to throw shade at Aguilera. Posting on Twitter, Pink said, quote, I'm not shading someone by telling it over and over and over what actually happened. I'm 0% interested in your drama. If you haven't noticed, I'm a little busy selling. And by selling, I mean tickets and albums and bake sales. Also, I kissed Christina's mouth. I don't need to kiss her butt. The pair reportedly feuded in the past over who was going to sing what part in the iconic song. Finally, Post Malone and 21 Savage were among the musical guests at this past weekend's NBA All-Star Game, and of course, they performed their 2018 hit, Rockstar. Have a listen. Hey, all my 
Waters got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Hey, messing with me, caught up on the ones in your show, I'm in the shot top. Hey, hey, where my homies put up on your blood and made that? Hey, 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 switch on with came back in black on Sunday, say a rest in peace of my sky. Before the show, Post Malone played a two-song set, teaming up with Savage for the hit collaboration and playing his own track, Wow. Post Malone recently finished up the North American leg of his 12-carat tour in support of his fourth studio album. That's music news you can use for February 21st, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. Am I the only one getting in trouble at home because I'm sliding laundry baskets across the floor and mop buckets across the floor pretending that I'm trying to curl it into the house and get it on the button? <laughs> Yeah, no, I do that with my cat. Yeah. <laughs> I just throw him down the laminate, try and get him there. Yeah. If I'm anywhere on linoleum, then I've got something to slide. I'll uh, just try and get it in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who else is excited about the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts uh, right yeah. now? I'll, I'll have all the details on where the Manitoba teams sit coming up here in about 45 minutes or so. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Dave. How many holes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> was that not the best part of the movie? Ah. Yeah. It, it kind of was, actually. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, listen, Brian Lataki no, talking I, movies I with Brian Lataki. I like, couldn't about. breathe. Like, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like, I couldn't breathe. It was so now, Brian, funny. Brian Lataki is going to have a <clears throat> very intricate review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming up in the busiest 9 o'clock hour on Canadian radio. If you're on the podcast, you'll get it a little sooner than that. Oh, and by the way, he he moves to a Tuesday. Normally, he's on a Monday. Before before we get into the whole Ant-Man talk here, mm-hmm. can I uh, tell everybody that's something that's pretty exciting that's going to be launching next week, mm-hmm. as long as I can get the proper approval from the powers that be and uh, yeah. that kind of stuff? Yeah, sure. Jasmine Lane, you're going to love this one. You ready? Yeah. As it stands on Monday... We've got talking movies with Brian Lataki in the busiest nine o'clock hour in Canadian radio, correct? Mm-hmm. Tuesday, we got nothing. Wednesday, we got Game Scoop with Tyler Carr. Thursday, we got nothing. Friday, we got the weekly web wrap. So we've mm-hmm. been trying to fill Tuesdays and Thursdays. We got Tuesday ready to go. And Jasmine's going to love it. Jasmine is going to adore it. Oh, please be 90 Day Fiance. Please be. Starting Melbourne. next Tuesday, as long as everything goes well, we will be graced every Tuesday at 940. With a daily tarot card reading oh. from the one and only Rachel Styles Intuitive Medium right here in Winnipeg. That's cool. Right? That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Back to okay. I have nothing to say on Ant Man. I didn't watch it. Oh, uh, no, no. Okay. I thought you were going to say more about that. No. Okay. No, Ant Man was fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Fantastic! Yeah, it was great. Honestly, I think if anybody didn't, because you were it, you were slagging it yeah. all last week, you're like yeah, I don't know, Ant Man sucks. He's to my least fair, favorite. It's true. I don't like him. The trailers were not. They didn't hype me at all. But then, and then the reviews were saying that it was all garbage. And then you go to see it, and it's like this was a great movie. 
It really was. They they did the story well. Huh. They set up Phase Five perfectly. Kang is fantastic. I mean, there's really nothing to complain about. And if you or if you're complaining, it's in my opinion, if you're complaining about the new Ant Man movie, you don't like to have fun. Which is funny because you were complaining about the new Ant Man movie yeah, well, up until recently. I, again, it was based on the trailers, like I just explained. <laughs> so, so Tyler Carr just learned that he likes to have fun. Yeah, uh, no, revelation. actually, uh, I I went into it with an open mind, like good, Dave said, good. and it was a good movie. Yeah. Here's what I will say, and Tyler Carr, I will, I, I love the fact that you're, you're pot committed and all in on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, Absolutely. honestly, I, I, I love waxing intellectual with you on and off the air. Thought the movie was good. It was good, but it was forgettable. Like I mean, there was, there was nothing in the film aside outside of that one character who's like, how many holes do you have? <laughs> uh, who was cute. It was just, it's not going to be a rewatchable movie for me long term. No, and I'm not putting this in the, the top of Marvel movies. This is not in Where there. Where would it, you put it? Top 10? I, it's hard to rank them. Mm-hmm. But Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, okay. it, it's not a movie that you're going to be disappointed that you went to go and see. And also, fun fact just before, because I know Brian Lataki is going to cover more of a review, so I don't want to get too much into it. But it, it made $104 million this past mm-hmm. weekend, and now it's the 31st MCU released released to debut at number one at the box office. That's telling you something. Like the theater mm-hmm. was packed. Like it was packed. Every showtime was sold out. Like Marvel draws a crowd like nobody else. It was absolutely bonkers in the theater this weekend. Absolutely bonkers. We uh, there was uh, there was six of us uh, going to the theater, including uh, my two kids and uh, one of their buddies who was celebrating a birthday and. We were we were up closer to the uh, the screen just because we didn't buy the tickets in advance. We bought them day of, but yeah, we were a little closer than I was expecting. Wow. I, I I know. Continue your thought first, and then I'll jump in. Well, just like kind of like Tyler said, like I was expecting a full theater, but not that full, especially because I went on Saturday, not even on the <laughs> Thursday or Friday. It was sold out. In other news, 90 Day Fiance, due to not having an episode because of the Super Bowl, had an all time viewership on Sunday. The streaming platform was packed with the best seats in the house. Your bed. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> More on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming up with Brian Lataki. If you want to catch that entire podcast, you can download it on your favorite podcast platform. Not only to get the movie review, you get a whole bunch of movie news, and he breaks down a lot of those Super Bowl trailers that we saw last weekend. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour two starts off with The Loud Line, your voice on our radio station, and Lady Gaga kicks it off. Hang on. The Loud Line, 204-478-8040. Hey, so I'm a little bit late to the game. I'm listening to the podcast, and I'm probably five episodes behind but I'm listening to uh, Tyler Carr talking about playing Pokemon on the treadmill um, to keep him motivated and I just figured I would give you my advice on what makes me motivated on the treadmill I pick a show um, and you can do this with a video game as well I pick a show and I'm only allowed to watch that show when I'm on the treadmill. Oh. Uh, so I, I work out from home, so it's a little bit different from uh, going to the gym maybe. But um, I work out, I watch the show while I'm working out. I am not allowed to watch that show any other time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just kind of guarantees that I will actually do the work that I want to do each day. Um, but yeah, so I just thought I would give my little motivation. Yeah, right? that's a good way to stay motivated. 
Yeah. You want to make deals sh- with yourself like that? I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold watch- yourself to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Want to watch the show? Get Noted. on the treadmill. You guys are mint. Uh, I think Wheeler is. Uh, yeah. So this guy called in, I think it was last week, about uh, doing a walk for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had a few ideas for him. You guys are mint. Uh, I think Wheeler is. Wow. His IQ. I can't imagine what he is because he's just like just so well. <laughs> anyway, I'm the uh, the guy trying to do the uh, uh, cancer walk. Yeah. I did the Elvis song for Jasmine a long time ago. And, uh, yeah, like, you guys are all meant. Anyway, so I've been contacting Cancer Care, Rick Hansen Fund, uh, everybody. Nobody's getting back. So I have no idea what to do here. So, like, unless you buy a ticket for Cancer Care to buy a home, it seems that you, it, like, you're really not going to get nowhere. So, like, where do you go from here? So Wheeler, man, you're uh, very, uh, very smart out of car. Uh, I have no idea. I just want to raise some money, do something, but nobody wants to do anything, and I just don't get it. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I can understand your frustration. You're all full of energy, and you're like, I want to do this. I got to do this, and you, you don't feel like you're getting the support, and you feel like people should be rallying around you. Give Cancer Care a little time. Believe me when I tell you, they're very busy down there. I've worked with them on a number, a number of different charity initiatives, and they are really busy. So don't think you're being ignored. As uh, to sometimes they have bigger priorities, but stay on it. Send them an email. Give them a call. They will get back to you. Good people down there. Driving to work and thinking, oh, the sun's rising. And I'm like, you know what? What if I didn't want the sun to rise? How fast would I need to go? Correct me if I'm wrong on the map, but the circumference of the Earth is 40,075 kilometers. You divide that by the hours, and you get how many kilometers per hour you need to go, which is just shy of 1,700 kilometers an hour to keep up with the sun. That's pretty quick. I think that works out to be... uh, 28 <laughs> kilometers a minute, something like that. That's fast. That's a lot of math. Yeah. There was a there was a really cool thing that was done. Uh, it was uh, for high end elites. But what they did is they um, on New Year's Eve they started off and you hit every single time zone in an airplane. Oh. So you could do oh, yeah. you could do New Year's over and over and over and over again. <laughs> That's fun. Good firework yeah. show. That's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I had the unfortunate uh, you know, thing happen that. I was at Walmart, there was just happened today, I was at Walmart, and we're leaving, and there's a line of people, lineup of people leaving, and one indigenous person in that lineup. Who do the, uh, the security guards check? Who do they ask with the receipt? Yeah, it was that one person, that one indigenous person. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you think of the guy, held his head up, didn't say a word, asked if they were finished, that was it. He held his head up, and it was... It looked really bad because the rest of people in that line, we were all white and he was the only indigenous person there. So it looked really bad, but he kept a smile on his face. Obviously didn't like, you know, you could tell that it was, it was embarrassing and everything. And it was, it's unfortunate. I just want to say, like point that out there. That is the uh, Unicity um, Walmart. I've noticed since Walmart started putting back, they were going to start checking the receipts again. 
that they don't do it for everybody. And I, I didn't understand that. Like, it's I just thought it was random. a number. Like, it was every 15th person or mm. something that they no, would. No, I have never gone mind checked. So I don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I definitely don't, have. I don't know how it works. Listen, on the way out of Walmart, they, uh, you got to hold up your receipt and they scan it real quick and have a look through your basket and they say go. So that's one way to avoid that is just check everybody. Yeah. I like agree. Costco it. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Like, just if you're going to, if you're going to check receipts, you're going to have to just check everybody. I, or just again, put real people scanning groceries. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. To why you now you're paying for people to chat? Like I, I don't get it. Whatever. So I had a. I've been listening to you guys for a while, and I always had like it, it always like bothered me how you guys say nine o'clock is the busiest hour for radio. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't between six. And nine o'clock be the busiest because that's when everyone is getting ready for school, getting ready for work. And by the time nine o'clock comes, everyone would stop listening because I've been listening to energy for the past five years, getting ready for school in the morning. When nine o'clock comes, I'm not listening anymore. So I'm like, I always wonder, like, why, why would you call nine o'clock the busiest hour for radio? Okay, can I give you a little uh, behind the scenes on the uh, the psychology behind that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, most morning shows that go till ten a.m. they just throw away their nine o'clock hour. Like it's it's just it's like oh it's nine o'clock our show's done and no as you said no one's listening anymore. Why would we put in an effort? And we around here went no no that's not what we're doing. So we decided to fill our nine o'clock hour with a whole bunch of great content stuff that you can only get in nine o'clock stuff that you may have heard a little bit earlier some live stuff and it it's, may not be the busiest hour for you. But it's the busiest nine o'clock hour in Canadian radio because we're the only ones that still try after yeah. nine o'clock. There you go. Figured it out. And it's not the busiest hour in radio. It's yeah. the busiest nine, nine o'clock, o'clock hour. Okay, we still got more calls to get to. Good morning, guys. This message is uh, for Dave Wheeler. I just have a quick question. Hmm. Dave Wheeler, I have um, a two-year-old... Uh, uh, what kind of dog is it? <laughs> Anyways, I have a two-year-old dog. A golden doodle, and um, he all of a sudden just started chewing shoes when we uh, when we leave him at home. He never did, did this before. All of a sudden, when we come home, all our shoes are being chewed up. Is there a reason, or is there um, something I can do to um, get him to stop doing this? Uh, yes, absolutely, there is. I mean, without doing an actual consultation uh, and and being there, I'll just give you kind of give you the Cole's notes. But you've got a very, very hyperactive dog, very smart dog, and likely has separation anxiety. So it's a combination likely between boredom and being separated from you. So outside of the obvious answer of make sure you put your shoes away, the other (laughs) thing you can do is, uh, number one, make sure your dog's energy is ran out before you go. Don't leave a hyperactive dog by itself in the house. Make sure that you take it for a walk, play with it, do something, get that energy out so it's content. And number two, what you can do is, Make sure that dog is calm. Like a lot of times, they're like, bye, puppy. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Okay, we're going to go. Okay, see you later. And it's all really high voice. And the dog starts going, what's going on? Everyone's talking real loud. This is a lot of fun. Then you leave and they go, oh, what am I going to do now? Yeah. So a lot of times, a lot of times too, you got to get that dog. It's like, you know, get the dog laying down comfortable, nice and chill. Bring the energy level down to a one again by running it out and then just walk out the door. You don't have to make a big announcement to the dog. Like, okay, dog, we're leaving. Can you make some coffee before we get back? Like you, you don't need to make a big announcement to the dog. You just leave, so mm-hmm. the dog, so the dog knows yeah. that that's normal. So their separation anxiety will 
come down from that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, on Friday last week, Dave and I were talking about Tim Hortons and their new flatbread pizza. We got one more call to get to on the loud line. The number that you can call is 204-478-8040. Hey, guys. Um, nice to hear you talking, but I definitely miss Jasmine. Uh, talking about the pizza, I already tried before you, Tyler. Mm. Before you. Wow. And that's because my wife works there. Ah. Um, it's good. It's good. I mm-hmm. was I was very surprised too, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not very good. Uh, talking about um, pizza in uh, Tim Hortons, um, I don't think you'd be, uh, they've brought into the equation the fact that they got so many delivery orders. How do you call that? I don't use it. You um, better eat or whatever. Oh, yeah. So people now can you are in a party and you are ordering. Somebody wants coffee. Somebody wants uh, uh, whatever else. Three wages. And somebody says, "No, I want pizza." So everything can goes in an order. It's a big part of the sales goes order now. So that would be different from thirty years ago. Yeah. We talk about from the McDonald's. Thank you very much. Have a good day. There you go. Thanks for the call. Yeah, call the loud line anytime. Busy one today after the long weekend. Here's the number. I've told this story a few times, but I'm going to tell it to you guys one more time. It's going to lead into the tickets that we're giving away here uh, for the wonderful wedding show. Jasmine Lane will have all the details here momentarily. But I was hired once upon a time back when I was working in Lloyd Minster, Alberta at 1061 The Goat way back in the early 2000s. And I was hired to MC one of these wedding shows. Unbeknownst to me, they booked it on the same day as the Super Bowl. Mm. And they, they had booked it months and months and months in advance. So I really decided, I'm like, well, listen, I'm going to be working during the Super Bowl and I'm going to miss the game. I'm really going to make it worthwhile. So I had everything I needed to pull off one of the best April Fool's pranks I've ever pulled off in my entire life. I had uh, all of the archways. I had all of the flowers. I had all of the wonderful models and whatnot. I had all the photographers. So I staged a photo shoot of a fake wedding of me getting married. And then I crafted this email, how it was a shotgun wedding and all these things. And then me and this girl, and then I sent it out just like in a bulk email to all my friends saying, sorry, none of you were invited, but you got to understand she's, she's very Catholic and this is the only way we could do it. And most of my friends called me out right away saying that girl is way too hot for you. This is not a true story. (laughs) But it went over pretty well. Yeah, it went over pretty well. That's good. To, to, to the point where a couple of people actually sent me a toaster. What? No. As a wedding gift, yeah. Oh, my nice. God. Mm-hmm. So you got some gifts out of it. Yeah, yeah it worked out great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the wonderful wedding show, it's coming here to Winnipeg. Yeah, that's happening February 25th and 26th at the RBC Convention Center. So that's this Tickets weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tickets to give away right now at 204-452-1061. Uh, play Guess Your Hood. Tyler Carr, you're pretty good at this, so we're going to get someone on the line here. We'll kick you into the stinky, sweaty, way-too-big soundproof booth, and uh, we'll play a little game. What's your name on the phone? It's Greg. Greg. All right, Tyler Carr, we're going to have a quick little chat with Greg. You get out for a sec, okay? Okay, Greg, as Tyler Carr makes his way out the door, and... The slowest door closed. There we go. Okay. Greg, what neighborhood do you live in? I actually live in Morat. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Amazing. Okay. Good. This is going to make it a little bit harder because Tyler's really, really good at this game. So Tyler's going to get about five questions uh, to ask you where you live. There'll be yes or no questions uh, for the most part. If he can guess where you live, you don't win. But if he misses it, then you got yourself tickets to the wonderful wedding show. Let's bring Tyler Carr back in. Everyone's in the loop now except for old T. Carr. All right, Tyler, on his way back in on the ones and twos. 
Hey, Tyler, you got you got a few minutes with Greg here to ask some questions, and then I'll All give right. you five, and we're, then you got to guess gonna, where he we're lives. We're going to go quick here, okay, Greg? So get ready. Speed speed round. Um, do you live in... Uh, let me do this quick. Um, <laughs> do you live within 10 minutes of a mall in Winnipeg? No. No. Do you live... How long does it take you to get to work every day? I work all over the city, but generally like half an hour. Okay, okay. Um, are you in the city of Winnipeg? I am not. Are you north of the city? I am not. <laughs> are you east of the city? <laughs> yes. Oh, you are? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Oak Bank. That is incorrect. Ah. Tell them where you live, Greg. Lorette. Lorette, Manitoba, municipality of Tache, Great Little Area. Okay, Greg, that means you got wonderful wedding show tickets. Good for you. Hang on the line. We're going to grab some details from you off the air. We'll have tickets to give away all week long. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Well, you can't password share anymore. A head of lettuce costs $50, and now this is going to cost you two. But it might actually be worth it. First, though, Ryan Reynolds had a major part in the design of this year's Terry Fox run shirt. There have been some early bird sales due to the demand. But if they're sold out when you look, you can buy yours on April 12th after registering for the run. Megan Fox is back on Instagram to deny all the rumors. She says that no third party of any kind has to do with the issues her and MGK are trying to deal with. So did they break up? I no, it doesn't sound like that. And they are going to couples counseling and stuff right now too. But she actually said that uh, what is that chat X Y T S whatever it's called chat GPT. Yeah, that one. She said that a lot of the headlines going viral right now about her and her relationship could have better been curated by that AI robot. Sophie Lloyd, who is a very 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 attractive YouTube guitar player, got picked up by MGK and is on tour with her right now, and people were speculating. Speculating that it was her, but her and Megan are besties, and they are chatting online, hmm. tweeting at each other back and forth. Going, the internet's just crazy. Ah, privacy is nice, I'm sure. Elon Musk started a new trend. Facebook and Instagram are now on board with paid verification marks. If you want to be Instagram verified, which will include active account monitoring to ensure imposter accounts aren't made, it's going to cost you fifteen dollars a month, Canadian. Yeah, I mean a month. If for a bit, it is. If it's expensive, then don't get it. That's the thing. The Twitter one, it's it doesn't include the account monitoring. So this one on Instagram, at the very least, I was hacked not terribly long ago. It was terrible, and so you, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I get it on that front because it is going to. It's going to limit the odds of that happening and how many fake Instagram accounts are there out there all the time. So so for that sense, yeah, it's better, especially if you are a big business. But still, 15 bucks a month is uh, that's pricey. Make sure you're sticking around after eight o'clock because we're diving into the whole Tiger Woods and the tampon situation that made some people very, very upset. Okay, spoiler alert on that one. If you don't know, we are going to be talking about it after eight. But let's talk about the Genesis Invitational from Los Angeles over the weekend, which Tiger Woods was hosting and saw the 15-time major winner play some pretty good golf where he went one under overall and tied for 45th. Not bad. First competitive round of golf in nine months. But Sunday saw Max Homa and John Ram go head-to-head in the final pairing. Rom went into the final round with a three-shot lead. It's all about John Rom. 
right now in the game of golf. Five wins in his last nine starts. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's got three on the year. Rom picks up $3.6 million for the two-stroke win. Top Canadian was Adam Svensson, who tied for ninth, and he picked up a check for $545,000. The PGA will shift to Florida for the Honda Classic this weekend. And if anyone's watching Full Swing, oh my goodness, you know all the drama. All the drama I, I, with PGA I and Liv. I watched the two episodes like you asked. And what do you think? Yeah, it's. I'm not going to finish it, but it was good. I'm not okay. mad about it. Like somebody that right. isn't totally into golf would be down to watch that show for sure. Yeah, yeah. They they build the drama really well. So live golf kicks off this weekend in Mayacoba, Mexico. Play at Del Carmen to be exact. Final rosters have been announced as the 12 team league grabbed a couple more players from the PGA Tour, including Thomas Peters, number 34 ranked in the world, and Danny Lee. The Daytona 500 from Florida took place over the weekend on the NASCAR Cup Series. Ricky Stenhouse has won the Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Daytona 500 winner. Let's go! Let me tell you, that's been a long time coming. Yeah, Ricky Bobby. and bake. Exactly. I can't can't hear that without thinking Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Stenhouse Jr.'s number 47 Chevrolet just edged out Joey Logano's Ford as the race ended under a caution flag. All right. On to the Scotties. Kerry Anderson and Team Canada improved to a perfect 5-0 yesterday after a 9-2 win over PEI and a 9-4 win over Nova Scotia at the Scotty Tournament of Hearts in Kamloops, British Columbia. Team Manitoba and Jennifer Jones improved to 3-1 with a 6-4 win over Rachel Homan's Ontario rink yesterday. Jones will play the Northwest Storage Area in the early draw this morning. Wildcard entry Caitlin Laws will play Saska Bush. Team Canada will get their turn with Saski in the midday draw. Jones will square off with the Yukon in the midday draw, and then Laws will play Quebec in the late draw today. Kerry Anderson at the top of Pool A at 5-0. Laws is tied for third at 2-1, and and Jennifer Jones is tied for second in Pool B behind Northern Ontario. All caught up? Makes yeah. sense? We're good? We're good. We're caught up. Right. And finally, the NBA All-Star Weekend happened this past Sunday in Salt Lake City, Utah. Now, before you tune out, go, NBA. This is a cool story. Really cool story. Team Giannis beat Team LeBron. Whatever. Who cares? What everyone cares about is the slam dunk contest, which has kind of been lackluster over the last few years. No one was really kind of doing anything mind-blowing. So there's this dude on YouTube named Mac McClung. He's a former Georgetown player. Uh, He does some super insane dunks on his YouTube channel. He's got a 46-inch vertical. He gets millions of views on his YouTube. But he didn't get drafted a couple of years ago, so he's just been kind of doing this YouTube thing. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago... The Philadelphia 76ers signed him to a two-way contract with the NBA G League, which is kind of like a feeder league for them. A lot of people think just to get him into this slam dunk contest. Okay? Okay. So dude gets into the slam dunk contest, and the announcers went crazy. Listen to this. Matt McClung has saved the dunk contest. Wait, wait, let me see. Two years straight. That's a 720. That's almost oh a 720. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Dude does a 720. Like a 360 is one thing. He, did almost, he almost did a 720 wow. dunking the wow. ball. Uh, Stephen A. Smith at one point said, this guy is the making of a star for the next two days because no one really thinks he's going to get any time in the NBA, but the fact that they just signed him to get him into the huh. dunk contest – Kind of neat. And the two-way contract is going to be worth about $1.76 million for the kids. So, Wow. Yeah, there's that. From the big screen to the small screen, he talks about it all. It's Talking Movies with Brian Lataki on Energy 106. You can do it! 
Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today it's time to move the needle with Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. You're an interesting man, Scott Lang. You're an Avenger. You have a daughter. But you've lost a lot of time, like me. We can help each other with that. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want. What's that? Time. Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, explore the quantum realm where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Written by Jeff Loveness and directed by Peyton Reed, Ant-Man and the Wasp stars Paul Rudd as Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyne, a.k.a. Wasp, Michael Douglas as Dr. Hank Pym, Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet Van Dyne, Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang, and features Bill Murray, Katie M. O'Brien, William Jackson Harper, Jamie Andrew Cutler, David Dastmalkian, and Randall Park. For fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have yet another can't-miss movie. And I truly mean that this time. Quantumania moves the needle significantly for the future of the MCU. And for people being dragged to this movie that have no interest in it, you get a confusing mess that's a borderline animated film. That said, I am a fan, so you'll be consuming this review with a heavy grain of salt. Story-wise, as I had just said, this movie just advances the story. We introduce Kang the Conqueror and his plans for the future of the multiverse, and as a comic fan, this really is a fun adventure, introducing a new world full of interesting characters. Now, when it comes to acting, it's just another MCU movie. Paul Rudd continues to have a ton of fun as Scott Lang and brings out a number of laugh-out-loud moments. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer are exactly what you've come to expect from them. But the true star of this movie is, without a doubt, Jonathan Major's portrayal of Kang the Conqueror. Kang's character is incredibly deep and is just as terrifying or perhaps even more so than the mad titan Thanos. Now where this movie did start to lose me is its sheer amount of CGI. With almost the entire movie taking place within the quantum realm, sets, characters, and battle scenes are almost entirely CGI. And while there are some practical sets, there's way more CGI than actual actors and sets in the film. And the CGI isn't always that good. In fact, there are parts of this movie that just don't mesh well and parts where the CGI is alarmingly bad. Overall, Quantumania is a really fun movie, though. That said, it is a bit off-putting with the sheer amount of both really good and really bad CGI. But for a movie that significantly advances the MCU, it is a necessary evil. In 125 minutes, you get a solid appetizer of where the MCU will be going with Phase 5. And as with all other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, you're either invested or you could care less. Me, I'm invested... I give Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania a B-. Now is your chance to win tickets and treats to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. All you need to do is text your name for a chance to win to 204-452-1061 right now because we're hooking up one lucky listener with movie tickets, popcorn, and a drink to Landmark Cinema's Grant Park. And maybe I'll see you at the movies. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, you think this is new to me? Do you know how many rebellions I put down? How many worlds I've conquered? How many Avengers I've killed? And you think you can beat me? I am Kang. You, you talk to ants. I was planning on taking the uh, family out to uh, Polo Park over the long weekend. And then uh, yesterday, 
just decided to check some social media and they said, line up out the door. Every single door at Polo Park is lined up. There's like a giant circle. I'm like, is there a protest going on? What's going on? And then, no, I just found out that Tyler Carr was on location at Polo Park <laughs> and people were just dying to get in to take photos and uh, to chat. I and it, my it, God. It was probably more for the buy two, get one free sale at yeah. Urban Planet that they did yesterday. It's a good deal. But yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I do want to say, though, uh, Jack and Michael showed up yesterday and these two boys, let me tell you, they were they made my day. So they showed up and they said, well, first of all, we talked Splatoon and Switch for a long time. And of course. the mom was super stoked because I guess I had added them on my Switch like a few months ago. And they always see me playing Splatoon. They're like, you really like that game? Hey, I'm like, yeah, I really do. <laughs> and uh, they told me that they can't get enough of the robot Glenn at Walmart, uh, the cleaning robot Glenn. And they don't oh, the one that's trying to kill you. Yeah. That's yeah. The one that's, yeah. Yeah. The one in Transcona, the one that's out yeah. to get me. Uh, they they actually specific they don't live anywhere near Transcona. They specifically want to go to that Walmart so they can meet Glenn to kind of suss him out to see if he's actually out to get me or not. Like they they are convincing their mom to drive them across the city to go to that Walmart just to see what Glenn does. And I'm I'm down. So I you know Jack and Michael they are on my side. They're looking out for me and they want to go and see if Glenn is actually out to get me or not. So I appreciate that. I do. Come with me if you want to live. (laughs) So, yeah, big shout out to them for stopping by yesterday. They're adorable. Well, good job uh, working over the weekend. I know that's never easy. We talked about last week about uh, great ways to ruin a long weekend, but uh, yeah, yeah but you, you were know, uh, you're out and about. Making money is also nice, too. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Coming up in the primetime hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr, very special guest joining us after 8.30. You're going to fill us in on the big event that's happening in early March. We'll get into the news feed and sports feed and Tiger Woods. Oh, he shocked the golf world again. We'll tell you about that coming up, and we'll get into a conversation. But first, we do this. Wait. What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. So we had Louis Real Day yesterday. Uh, in the U.S., though, yesterday's holiday was President's Day. And boy, yeah, their former presidents were recognized, all right. I don't know what's up with everybody being so obsessed with space lately, but somebody working over at the White House thought, man, you know, we have statues, got Mount Rushmore. We're going to do something really big this year for President's Day. Let's send our presidents up to space. And alas, a rocket carrying samples of their hair, including John Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, George Washington, is going up to space. Is Be- go- why? Because what? why not? There's no reason? Nope. There is just a rocket that has samples that of their hair, many of which were taken posthumous, and it's going to space. So obviously they're just bringing them to the aliens so the aliens can make copies or something yeah there's is there any other explanation honestly that alone is just seems like such a waste to me but also the fact that there is somebody employed employed by the federal government whose job is to take hair samples of presidents after they've deceased that's a weird game. You know what? Let, let's just let's just uh, you know speed it up a little bit. Let's just send Joe Biden there now. Well, yeah, he's we ready. Not? He's no. ready. Yes. Okay, enough. Here's the deal. <laughs> there are a lot of things that go on behind the scenes in a lot of industries, and we're not exactly privy to the things that go on. And some of those things are camaraderie that happen in workplaces, and sometimes the professional sports arenas are also workplaces. There's pranks that have happened over the course of time. 
One happened to have some light shed on it over this past weekend on the PGA Tour. Now, to give you a little context, a guy by the name of Tiger Woods, I'm sure you heard of him, 15-time major winner. He is 47 years old. He's got a, a group of friends on the PGA Tour, one of them being Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, pardon me. JT, they call him. Guys won a couple of majors, kind of taking him under his wing. They become good friends. Even in the PNC Championship, when Tiger plays with his son Charlie, JT plays with his dad, and they usually pair up together, and they, they have a great time. They all, they all get along very, very well. Now, one thing that you do when you've got a good buddy is you, uh, you rib each other. You poke each other a little bit. You, know, you, 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 you take, take some fun. shots. Yay! You take some shots. So if this isn't the first time that Tiger has done something like this, but you got to keep in mind, JT's in his mid-20s. Tiger Woods is 47, Okay. So the fact that Tiger Woods is still able to outdrive somebody almost half his age on the golf course, that's a big deal. Yeah. 47 years old, and he's still able to hit the ball further than somebody who's approaching their prime in the game of golf. I feel like you're setting this up because people are upset about what Tiger did. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Real upset. Oh, no. So sure enough, they hit their balls. Tiger outdrives Justin Thomas. Okay. And so as they're walking off the tee box, they're side by side. And Tiger, like shoulder to shoulder, walking with JT pace for pace, and then grabs his hand and puts something in his hand. Doesn't doesn't look at him. Doesn't look at him. Just keeps walking and puts something in his hand. And JT looks down, and he's holding an unopened tampon. Oh. And he looks at it and he drops it and he looks at Tiger and they both start killing themselves laughing. Now, <laughs> let me explain to you why these two think it's funny. Yeah. Because in sports like this or pastimes like this, whatever you want to call them, in recreational events like this, if you can drive the ball further than somebody, then you rib them about it. In this situation, it was basically saying you hit like a girl. Which is, I know, triggers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I get it. But when it comes to the sheer force, and you can look at it, when it comes to professional golf for men and professional golf for women, men outdrive the women by, I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but I'm going to say easily 75 yards. Okay. On average. Okay. So this was just a friendly little shot at JT. No, no one got hurt. JT a, a, laughs. A friendly little shot in front of cameras. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is that and that's that's the big thing. It's like why and especially and especially a guy like Tiger Woods who knows that cameras are on him every single time he sets foot on the golf course grounds. Yeah, like like, they're not for a second, like even in the bathrooms, they're following him. Right. So he he should what they're saying is that he should have known better than to do something like that or when. The cameras were around. Or then you take the backlash that you receive. I thought it was very funny, personally. <clears throat> I thought it was a funny thing to do. Yeah. Now, why Now why do you think... I'm going to get to you in a sec, Jasmine. But why do you think he deserves backlash for this, Tyler? I, I don't necessarily... Well, I mean, it is, it's just like one of those comments, like when I hear it, I'm like, oh, I don't like that anymore. Like, I don't like hearing it. So I think for me, if I, if I had seen him do that, I I don't think it would have been like a, ooh, he means that he hits like a girl. It would have taken me a second. But then once realizing, oh no, he's saying that, I'm like, well, eh, 
it just doesn't feel right. I don't I don't necessarily think he needs to be canceled for it or anything, but when I look at that, I'm not I don't think highly of Tiger Woods after that. I'm like, "Man, eh, you could have come up with something maybe a little more clever." I thought that was well, pretty clever personally. I, th- I don't know, that's the thing. You know what? And speaking for myself, speaking as somebody who uses these products, it's just like it's just good fun. It's good fun. It's good natured. And I feel like most of the people that are so upset over it are the same people that laugh when somebody gets hit in the groin region in a jackass movie. Like, it's just it's just a, it's just a stupid little thing. We all know what it means. We all know what it doesn't mean. And I just feel like it's being blown up into something that isn't it's not a real thing. Like to like even the oh, you hit like a girl like it's like. Okay, cool. Like, how many amazing professional golfers are there that are females in the world? Tons. Like, who ca- Like, who cares? And also, you don't. We know that you don't. You are a professional golfer. You are stronger than than plenty of people, and you're doing a great job. It's just like a funny, dumb little thing in good fun. And I, to me, I, it's just like, what? Why is like today's wokeness so like? It's just like it's just a killer of everything fun. And if you're mad about it being misogynistic or something, like go focus your efforts into real injustices happening across the globe. You know, like we life's hey, good over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler, I used to play golf on a regular basis with an old friend of mine. Her name was Beth Luptak, and she is an incredible golfer. She's won her club championship out of Glendale a handful of times. She would beat the wheels off me every time we went out and golf. Like she was just flat out better than me. Period. If she would have done that to me, would it have been funnier? I don't. I just. I just. I just don't really like the joke. <laughs> like if it's comedy, I'm like, okay. If, the, if it's funny okay. for you, ha so, ha. Then let, let me ask you this. Okay, so, so that's a that's a great way to put it. So if Justin and Tiger find it funny, does it matter if anyone else finds it funny? Uh, I, not usually, but because you are. Like you're being recorded on TV. Is it harmful though to I, hand somebody a tampon? Like, couldn't people maybe use this as a "Hey, yeah, we need I to get know. free I'm menstrual just, products"? I'm not saying he deserves a backlash. <laughs> I'm just saying I. This is the first time I've heard about this story, and I'm just like, I just don't like the joke personally. I just am like, haha for you, I guess. Cool. I don't know. I just don't. Also, don't like the mentality of hit like a girl. To me, that's like, eh. I, we don't just don't need to do that. I anymore. hit like a girl. It's great. I love being yeah. a girl. No, absolutely. You know why you hit like, like a girl? Because you're a girl. girl. <laughs> yeah, but but you're not using that in a negative connotation. Whereas I don't think he I, is either. I, though again, it sounds like but it. But again, though, they're on a golf tournament. Tigers golfed alongside plenty of women who are incredible. I like obviously, he knows that that's not an insult per se. It's just a dumb, stupid little thing with the yeah. Tampax that was made in like the '90s. Judging by the packaging of it, he's probably been holding on to that thing for 20 years, waiting just, to use it I on think the it's course. Lame. I think it's lame. I think it's lame. It's so different than if I go to a comedy show and you're telling me a joke and I think your joke is lame. I think it's lame. I think it's lame. That's it. There's jokes that we use out on the golf course. Uh, for instance, um, <laughs> I've, I've very rarely seen it um, seen it performed, but the joke is if when, when you're hitting from the men's tees, if you can't hit the ball past the ladies' tees, it's called a dink out. Right. It's like, ha, you know what you got to do now? And everyone laughs and we move on with their day. There's another one. If I outdrive one of my buddies, I will be walking down the fairway. I'm like, hey, did you hear about that 7-Eleven they're building out here? He's like, what? Where? And I'm like, in between your ball and mine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it's little things like that. Again, right. it's just getting into your, your opponent's head. Yeah, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you don't have to tell me that it's funny because it's and like honestly, Even for me with like my girlfriends, this is something that we would do with each other. Like, I, it's just, I don't know. I also too, like, I appreciate comedy. I appreciate dumb little puns like that. And it's not hurting anybody at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, it's, who cares? 
Okay, there's the, the text line is blowing up here, and Ron says, it's part of competing in the sport. Chantel says, I agree with Jasmine. Who cares? Jason says, comedy will be dead if everyone's feelings need to be taken into consideration. Um, this one here that I find interesting, this one's from Mike. It says, problem is that he planned it. He brought it from home. Well, you'd have to plan something like that, because I don't think he's carrying that kind of stuff in his golf bag yeah, on a makes regular real, basis. Lame. No, the real problem with that is the fact that he probably took it from his wife's stash, and now she's missing Girlfriend. one. Girlfriend's yeah. stash. Now she's missing one, and he has to replace it for her that's the real injustice or he took it from the girl that he's cheating on his girlfriend with (laughs) (laughs) one of the two yeah that's the thing where'd you where'd you get that tampon hey Mm. tiger get back here where did you get that tampon Mm -hmm. i don't know as you know that's not the brand i use something even too with people being like oh it's it's this isn't a funny joke blah 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 it's like it's a part of life women use tampons people use tampons no i just you use tampons when you got a nosebleed who cares not everybody's gonna think it's funny it's lame of course but that's fine you can think it's lame there's tons of jokes everybody thinks are lame but the fact that he's getting it's so misogynistic i'm like who cares? it's a tampon who cares if anything thank you tiger woods for promoting tampon usage to young kids that are watching thanks for normalizing tampons i don't know like i just i don't see there's no harm in it to me on a grand scale keep your thoughts rolling in at 204-452-1061 on the text machine you can call the loud line anytime as well 204-478-8040 that's brought to you by ski collision and glass tiger woods funny or not send in your text now (laughs) wheeler in the morning with jasmine lane and tyler carr i think we have enough people in this building that would be interested in playing some uh some slow pitch this summer we're like, we're, listen, we're just over a month away from Major League no. Baseball season, so no, really? No. Not no. Come on. Dodgeball, sure. Slow pitch, no. No. Why not? If you want an honest answer, Boring. no. No, look Boring. at Boring. You can't even get some of these people to stay out past six o'clock on a on a weekday. They ain't going to a slow pitch game. Mm-mm-mm. No way. No. Yeah, you know what? The one time I watched a slow pitch game, yeah, sure, the camaraderie seems cool, I guess. But like I saw a guy get hit in the face by a ball and he needed two stitches. I don't want that. I do not have good hand-eye coordination. Dave, I'll come it would, cheer you on it for would 30 be, minutes. You and I would be the only ones on the team. <laughs> we could maybe convince Mark Morris to join for a single game. That's Mike it. Dilly would, what about uh, what about your arch nemesis there? Mike DeGammy. Mike DeGammy. Mike would probably do it. Yeah, we could maybe convince Mike. How many do you okay. need on a team? Uh, more than three. Yeah, so we're screwed. <laughs> not happening. Now, okay. All right, fine. So we don't have an Energy 106 team, but if I said to you, Tyler Carr, would you have any interest in this summer joining a slow pitch team with me? No. Damn. Why not? <laughs> because I have too much else going on. Ah, come on. <laughs> it's like once a week. Is it only once a week? Yeah, sometimes twice. Okay. Well, I'll see the twice is no, but if it was like sometimes. a solid once, then maybe. Uh. Twice is asking a lot. I'd be more interested in joining a curling team. Well, why haven't you done that yet? I don't know. I actually don't know. I mean, you should. Well, you go every Friday. Yeah, because I go. go to, I go to drink. Oh, and eat <laughs> you wings. can do that while you play. I yeah. know, but it's better to just sit and watch it too. I like watching at West St. Paul Curling Club. You seem super disappointed right now. Kind of. Honestly, I was kind of looking for an excuse to join a uh, slow pitch team. And I was like, if I can get Tyler on board, I think uh, I think I'll do it this summer. Well, like if it's if if I see the schedule, maybe like it's just it's hard to imagine, especially over the summer. Summer's busy, man. Like there's so much going on. Like a winter curling makes total sense. But like a summer, it's just there's a lot. Well, listen, I'm willing I'm willing to lay my general health on the line for you here (laughs) because Jasmine Lane talked about hand-eye coordination. 
Keep in mind, I can't see out of one eye. Catching balls, trying to hit balls, not easy, especially since I used to be a left-handed batter. Right. Now I have to bat right-handed just so I can see the ball come in. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mike said he'll play with us. Not the us. Gammy? I don't know why I said us. No, Mike, who's listed as Mike, Tyler's fave in oh, the text. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mike. <laughs> see, okay. Well, what if we put together like a little... Uh, you guys got three. What if like, we put together like a little morning show team? You know, people that uh, listen to the show on a regular basis want to play some slow pitch. You're really down I, for this. I'll eh? come bring Lulu to cheer you guys on. Maybe, maybe I'm just excited about Major League Baseball starting That's in like fair. 30 days. That's fair. That That's could fair. be it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, show me the schedule. Then we'll talk. <laughs> okay. But you're also going to be manager, which means you have to take all the balls uh, see that? and the bats that and the, the bases. Thing. As soon and... as you bring this up, I think, okay, no, I got to make sure everybody gets there on time. Uh-huh. I have to be, yep. make sure that everybody knows the game time. You know it's you... not going to be Dave. It's going to be all Tyler doing that. That's yep. the thing, too. That's what I don't like about it is it's it's the too big of a commitment. And then you have like your weekend worth of it. And then like you're sitting there at the slow pitch thing. It's like plus 2,900 outside. Everybody's sweating. Everybody's hot. You're waiting to play, waiting to see if you made it into the end. It's just no. For the so record, baseball I, though that I could get behind. Oh, uh, for the record, I know it's going to get down to minus fifty in certain parts of the province today. So I know it's a little harder for some people to think about baseball. But okay. uh, I'm already I'm already looking into <laughs> yeah. May. I don't That's know why fair. I'm just you That's know fair. That's fair. It's a good spot to look right now, actually. Yeah. All right. It's the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. The retelling of old tales. Is this really where we should focus our energy right now? Some people are mad about this, and it's a story that you likely grew up with. First, the Ice Village in Gimli made its debut this weekend. They have tons of winter activities planned on top of warming spaces, lighting, a groomed area to skate, also groomed roads, which is a huge one along the river, and an entire community of ice fisher people and winter lovers alike. After some back and forth, Avatar The Way of Water has passed the Titanic, making it the third highest grossing film of all time. Though Ant-Man did replace it as number one in the box office this weekend. Dave, do you think Avatar is going to pass Endgame? Uh, the new Avatar? Ne- yeah, because it's third. No. Na- it's That's next. Endgame's next. Mm. It's only a little bit behind. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think Marvel has any interest in re-releasing these old movies the mm-hmm. way Avatar's like James Cameron's like, put it back in the theaters and we can make more money. And Marvel's just kind of moving along the like, hey, that was what it was. Let's just keep moving along with our storyline. So mate, possibly just because they'll play that game of keep re-releasing until we pass it. And that's fine. But Marvel has bigger things to worry yeah, about. Avatar's now at 2.2 billion, obviously Oof. the new one. And then Endgame is at 2.7 billion. So it's oh, yeah. so likely five. So yeah, likely. Okay, okay, we'll wait and see. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, James and the Giant Peach. Familiar with those stories? Yeah, of course. So the publishing company for Roald Dahl's books has revised his work to remove a number of things. They've removed gender terms from some of his writings, the jobs of women. They've been updated from working in a supermarket to being business owners. And they've also gotten rid of many triggering words that he had used in his writing. Um, a lot of people are criticizing this, though, because they're like, well, those books came out forever ago. Why are, who cares about those books? Nobody's even reading those anymore. We got the brand new adaptations of each of them. Um, kind of curious, though, on your thoughts. Publishing my companies. Th- my thoughts are doing this and Super Freak is okay on the radio. Yeah, right? It just, 
Where does that, where's the line? I don't know. I don't know. Curious what you have to say, though. 204-452-1061. Welcoming back a special guest on the show. Now, Amanda Sobey has been on the show before talking about a big day that's coming up here on March 6th. It's World uh, Lymphodemia, uh, Lympho... Oh, man, I promised myself I was going to say this right. Please, <laughs> Amanda Sobey, please say it properly for me so I can hear it and not screw it up again. Lymphedema. Lymphedema Day, World Lymphedema Day, which is happening on March 6th and the... You've got a bunch of great ideas that you've been working really hard on. I want to get to those in a second. But on a personal note, I have a friend that's going with some uh, some lymph node issues right now in his early to mid 40s. And I'm just curious, you've been uh, you've been living with lymphedemia for quite some time now. Can you walk me through a day to day so people get a better idea of what exactly this is? Sure. Um, so just very basic. Your lymphatic system is your plumbing system for the waste that your body creates. And if there's a blockage or trauma, surgery, um, anything that kind of severs the lymphatic system is a potential problem because that lymph system can't actually get out of your body. So it accumulates in fluid, becoming really painful, disabling, and um, a lot of information isn't known about it. So a day-to-day lifestyle is like watching what you eat, exercising, wearing compression, Um, doing a specialized massage called manual lymphatic drainage. And it's something that you have to be on top of every single day. So taking care of your condition is a day-to-day treatment pretty much. Where are we in the healthcare situation in Canada? Is this one of those things where they just kind of shrug their shoulders and go, no, sorry, not something that we cover here under your healthcare plan, or how are they dealing with it? So provincially, we are behind. Uh, There's other provinces that have made a little bit of progress based on getting coverage for compression garments, medical-grade compression garments, and even recognizing the manual lymphatic drainage. They actually consider that as a treatment. Um, Here in Manitoba, we're behind. Um, There are some services available. For example, if you've had lymphedema develop out of cancer, most commonly breast cancer, there's services provided for you. Um, if you need certain um, ferro wraps, which is uh, mostly in healthcare systems or sorry, home care where the elderly are, there will be ferro wraps provided for them. But for somebody like myself who doesn't or didn't get this condition because of cancer and um, just it's in my right leg, I don't have any coverage and the treatments that I need are not considered as medical treatments. Okay. So what are we doing about all this, Amanda? So I am now the president for the Lymphedema Association of Manitoba. We are hosting an educational symposium on March 3rd. It's an all-day event. It's called Connecting the Community, where we're trying to connect patients and therapists and surgeons and everybody just to put more of a face to the people that you would want to learn from and just know who's in the medical system. So we're doing that all day on March the 3rd, and more information can be found on our website at lymphmanitoba.ca. And then to commemorate World Lymphedema Day, which is a uh, international kind of day of recognition by the World Health Organization, we are doing a, our third annual Light Up the Legislative Building where we're going to meet on the steps of Johnson Terminal at 6.30 p.m. And we're going to march to the Legislative Building and see the Legislative Building lit up in teal. Um, and again, just to connect the community and to have people know that there's support and know that there's people out there that know what to do and have the answers if you are struggling to find, you know, any information that is out there. So we're there for you. 
We wish you the best of luck, honestly. The more yeah. awareness you can get out there, the better. And uh, I, I know sometimes it doesn't necessarily get you closer to a cure, but at least, it, you know, it gets into the face, like you said, of certain people saying, hey, there's, you know, 100,000 people mm-hmm. in Canada that uh, that have this. So maybe we should think about doing something about this. So we wish you the best of luck. Uh, let us know how it goes, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.